Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Are you enjoying the rain here in Los Angeles, Jordan? It's lovely. Yeah, thank you. Clearing out, clearing out some of that old Los Angeles <laughs> smog. Do you like that I thanked you? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your honest answer. <laughs> Thanks for not bullshitting me. I'm pretty sure I was thanking you for complimenting my work. <laughs> yeah. With my rain machine? Uh-huh. Or my control of the weather in a, more, oh, you in know a broader, what? more sort of metaphysical. I assumed yeah. you were God. Well. That's why I've been doing this show. I'm a sexual God. Oh, you know what? That's where I got confused. I think I heard sexual God, and then, you know, later when I was trying to remember who you were, I just was thinking God. I'm a God thought. Isn't that the thing on the new Kanye West album? I don't know. Oh, you fucked Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jordan, you've always been my bitch. It's a term of endearment. Sure. In the hip-hop community, right. it's a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. I'm hey, a member of the hip-hop community, by the way. <laughs> wow. So you're a sexual god. <laughs> I went to a, a lot of rap of, concerts in college. A member of the hip-hop community. Yeah. And also a god thought. A god thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember 100%. I've only listened to it once or twice. Well, I think we can all agree. Thus far. Bill Cosby innocent. Yeah. All caps. <laughs> There's one thing we agree on. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, Kanye West. I'm I'm referencing a Kanye West thing for people who maybe, you know, just listen to our show and don't do any other kind of internet thing. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye West tweeted that. I, I was – Jordan people, Morris was not saying that. For people whose grandchildren put a podcasting app on <laughs> right. their phone mm-hmm. – and subscribe it's to, on, to Jordan Jesse Right. Go. It's on autoplay or something. It just starts playing every time it downloads. Yeah. I was not saying that Bill Cosby was innocent. I'm referencing a Kanye gaff from a week ago or so. Kanye's just been a fire hose of gaffes. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm just I'm just tired of it. Me I just too. don't want to hear about it. Or I, <laughs> write any more jokes about it for at midnight. I, was, I just, I just don't. I just want to take a break from it for a I long was time. Driving with my wife, and I said, "Man, I wish I could just listen to Kanye West's great albums." Yeah, and she said, "I don't think that's ever going to happen again." <laughs> yeah, boy, I think I. Yeah, it feels like some. I mean, God, it's it's like the he did the Bill Cosby thing, and nothing really happened. Yeah. Uh, but it does feel like there's something coming, a self-immolation or something like that. Yeah. I I, I mean, I, I don't mean to be genuine. I am concerned that he is genuinely sure. uh, severely mentally ill. Yeah. Um, and, you know, by the time that this podcast comes out, which is like in a few days, something awful may have happened. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Let's his keep his album is fantastic, by the way. I bet it is. It is I a can't, fantastic album. I can't album. imagine that it is not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's introduce our guest because Please. he is- uh, Please one and of the, thank you. He's one of the few uh, uh, comics and public figures I know mm-hmm. who has consistently uh, stood against Bill Cosby's comedy, mm. but in support of his personal conduct. Am I remembering <laughs> that correctly? We Jimmy? are uh, at, at, at Never Not Funny. We are supporting uh, Bill. <laughs> uh, we do believe that every woman is lying. Every one of them is lying. All thirty. All of them. So is it a conspiracy, or is everyone just individually uh, some sort of money grubbing? Well, they're all money grubbing monster. Horse. Yeah. That they met Mister the the great Doctor Cosby at a sure. concert, and now they want their reward. Sure. 
The great Dr. Cosby. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. He is a, a, a good man who is slighted. Mm-hmm. And, and Ted, Ted Nugent, I think. Now, Ted also... Nugent, uh, what we feel about uh, Ted is a, uh, we do not care for his music, but a terrific American. <laughs> right? We great Fox News commentator. Love what he has to say, Jordan. He, get, yeah. he gets what this country uh, really wants. I think so. Donald Trump, your thoughts? Uh, Donald, do we have thoughts on Donald Trump? I don't remember. I, I, are, we, <laughs> I think, are we supporting his campaign? Supporting we are supporting Dr. Uh, Dr. Trump. I'm calling him Dr. Trump. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I refuse to call him he Mr. Trump. He has an uh, honorary doctorate from the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. <laughs> yeah, I believe he does. Like Bill Cosby has an honorary doctorate. Just like from... Gary Sinise is a soldier. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then we are, uh, Matt and I and uh, Elliot and Garen over there, never not funny, we all make our, uh, twice a year we go to Minnesota uh, to go to the dentist uh, in that area, the guy that hunts lions. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. Because while we don't stand, we don't like the way he hunts, uh, boy, that guy cleans a good tooth. Yeah. And when does. you find a dentist like that, you got to stick with him. I yeah. mean, have you seen his bridge work? It's fantastic. Have you seen his bridge uh, work? Of course I have. I go twice a year to the okay, gentleman. Okay, I know. I don't mean to yell at you, Jimmy. I'm sorry. You get bridges twice a year. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I, I go there for the cleaning twice a year, but I've certainly seen his bridge work. Sure. Oh, okay. So does he take you on a tour of? Yes, the guy who shows you a, a, a snake head <laughs> sitting <laughs> on the wall, then he goes take a look at the bridge work. <laughs> Got it. Right. Hey, hey, look, take a look at this bison I shot once. Got it. Did I introduce you, Jimmy? Pardo? <laughs> I don't think we ever got there. No. Okay. This our guest, Jimmy Pardo. Which one more? Guys, I'm dating Cody. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, I don't know who that is. Cody from Cody 2012. <laughs> you know Cody 2012? That was a- Joseph Cody. Oh, my God. You know what? I, I thought you said Cody, and I thought, like, Kathy Lee's kid? Yeah. And it was like, what a, what, a, what a weird, long I, reference to go. I am dating <laughs> Co- Cody, but it's just because I want that sweet life. Oh, you got to uh, get that sweet life. That guy's on a new TV show, right? One of them is on a new TV show. One really? Of the, one of the twins- Got a real acting job. They've broken away from from Disney twin programs. Yes, and, and they're they're out on their own. They're on. Their, you know, here's a, a, a quick story. Is a strong word anecdote. I was auditioning for that show. Mm. Uh, Zach and Cody's The Sweet Life. I would think, Jimmy. Yes, I don't mean to be presumptuous here, but I would think that you your style of performance, yes, would lend itself well. To a Disney Channel sitcom, like our friend uh, Andy Kindler, for example, who's yes. done a lot of that kind of acting, the Sklar brothers, Bill Dwyer, Rachel Quaintance. You could just do your. Th- you could just come in and just do the thing that you do. The thing, the problem there is uh, uh, auditioning requires a skill and a talent that I don't possess in my right. body. Now, yeah. if they offered me the job and said, "Hey, you want to uh, work for three days on Zach and Cody?" I'm going to come in and do a great job. Right. But the audition is where I. I muck it up. And on this day, on this very day, the day I speak of, the Zach and Cody day, uh, we are all sitting around in the waiting room looking at our sides, our, you know, our scripts for those sure. who are not in the business. And, you know, panicked, stressing out. I, you know, me, I'm counting down the seconds so I can get in my car and leave. I hate it so much. And those two boys bop in. Ever so precocious, mm-hmm. yeah. and they go. They went around. They did they now? Did you see them? Did one emerge from the side of a doorway, and then the other one emerged from slightly higher up in the doorway? I, I would love if they had, mm-hmm. uh, but they came in uh, like, a, like a, a whirling dervishes. Were they? <laughs> and they went. Jimmy, can I ask you a question? Yes. Were they as with Lil Romeo in the Master P episode of Cribs? Driving their own tiny Land Rovers. Uh, they may have gotten to that room in that uh, in that way. That's, Got it. It's very possible. That's how yeah. they went from they they went from set to this office. Yeah. Uh, but they 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 both came running in and then went around to all fifteen of us. You know, good luck, governor. Good luck to you, governor. Oh, look at you, governor. Oh, I hope you get it, governor. You condescending little pricks. Wait, like, they they w- came in doing like an Oliver voice. Yes, and calling you all governor. They called us all governor. 
They went around to everybody <laughs> and as if they were uh, – I can't – I don't even know of an adult that you would go, oh, that's funny that they did that. It, yeah. it was so annoying and precocious and condescending sure. that I wanted to punch these ch- children yeah. in the mouth. I wanted. I really wanted to go, hey, why don't you two kids go fuck yourselves and then leave? Yeah. That's how awful it was. Uh, wow. the, but the other actors were like, you said, isn't that cute that they came in here? Like, what you really? said? In, what you said instead was, please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> oh, sure, we get to work together, gentlemen. That's right. I didn't say anything. I just looked at him. Like, I'm oh. a big fan. Always have been. <laughs> I'm that guy. I love to watch children's television. You guys are great. <laughs> you guys are terrific. But, you have, but you've been following... Despite that bad experience, you've yes. been following their careers to the point where you know about a current project. I'm obsessed project. about it. Yeah. I, I, I've got the words Governor and Cody and mm-hmm. Zach as uh, Google alerts, whatever those three <laughs> words come up. A lot of the times it doesn't make any sense. But yeah. yes. That must be a big problem What with the recent election oh, of boy. Wyoming Governor Zach Cody. <laughs> that was a huge error on my part. Oh, yeah. boy. I didn't understand a word of that. Yeah. Like that, boy, they, boy, they aged quickly. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It was, uh, I, I really should turn off that Google alert. That's on, that's on me. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Pardo's here. All right, I uh, I have me. also done a little bit of auditioning for uh, uh, Disney Channel Funny Adult. Like the you, the part is usually exasperated adult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, just like adult who is annoyed with, you know, who, who is annoyed with the child main characters. Yeah. And I remember just like going in there, and I'm like, okay, like I I know what this style is, you know, and I think I can, you know. I've done enough sketch comedy in my day to where I can I can sell it. I can sell mm-hmm. a big character. So and I just remember being in there, and you know, if the line is something like, you know, uh, guys, you got to wait your turn for the yogurt, which is an example, right? Uh, As these kids are literally fighting for yogurt. Sure. They're getting, getting up and making jabs at each other, pushing each other out mm-hmm. of the way, all kind of business is happening, and they got to wait in line. They, you got to wait your turn for the yogurt. Sure. And I, uh, you know, and, and I remember this, I don't, that wasn't the exact line from the audition, but I remember the casting director, and it's kind of an old, you know, classic, classic just old gal. She's got a pair of glasses and a, on a chain around her neck, and she's like, all right, you know, step here, you know, slate your name. And then I'm like, <laughs> she, she was like a like a librarian or a yeah, school secretary from yeah. 1963. Yeah, exactly. A real a real lunch lady type. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I'm going, and I'm like, I'm going to sell. This. Here we go. You yeah. know, hey guys, you gotta wait in line for your yogurt. Okay, bigger. We don't want natural comedy. We want. We need this big. It's a sitcom. And then I just like. You know, by the end of this 20-minute audition, I feel like I'm just going, guys, you got to wait in line for your yogurt. Like, I'm just acting like a crazy you person. You turn into Ed Wynn. And it, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a real uh, center square of Hollywood squares in the 70s type. And it just like, it, Can you is do this it not a... big enough for you? Is this not? Jordan, could you do that? But a little bit more snaggle <laughs> Yogurt. Exit. Stage yogurt. Yeah. It just it not being and just going like feeling like this is nothing will ever be good enough for you woman nothing will ever be good enough for you lady you're just like my mom is this oh, something Jesus. you've been oh, working boy. through wow. yeah. Heads up. Here we go. i should yeah i have a lot of anger um you know at my um sorry to get raw here guys yeah no that's what we do this is a podcast yeah and you get that's raw? why this show is called wtf <laughs> go ahead jordan <laughs> that's Mark you know if there's show. two people that i have you know, anger at, oh. yeah. you know, deep-seated 
Number one you know, is lingering anger. Your co-host on an unnamed podcast. My co-host, who tricked me into thinking he was God when in fact he was a mere <laughs> sex god. Um, my dad, who left the family after, um, you know, he divorced my mom, and um, the Disney Channel casting director, who made me do a weird voice. Yeah, so, sure. too. I don't know. Sense. I've had those auditions. I understand it better than anybody. And I don't think I'll ever. I don't think I'll ever be able to be in a long-term relationship until I resolve those things. And interestingly, in this case, mm-hmm. contrary to what you may have heard, the second cut was the deepest. Mm, sure. The one with the casting director who made you do a funny voice. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one that upset you the most. So yeah. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm over it now. Talking oh, boy, about it. Talking fast. about it felt w- good. Work through it. Talking about it felt good. All right. Uh, when I auditioned, I have some trauma regarding my audition to be the voice of Comedy Central. Mm. I don't go on a lot of auditions. I have no management, no agency. Uh, but uh, we had a kind listener who worked in the promo department department at Comedy Central invited me to come audition for <clears throat> the voice of Comedy Central. Which, by the way, can I say before you get into this, you'd be great for. Thank you very much. I mean, Kyle Kinane got it. Sure. He's fantastic. Uh, Kyle I don't Kinane, watch the program. The... I don't watch the network. It's not for me. So this is <laughs> <laughs> so this is post Pendulette. Yeah, this is the post Pendulette voice. Free Kinane. Yeah. And uh, I went in there and I did the thing. Mm-hmm. They asked me to do it another way. I had nothing. I'm like, I don't know. This is how I talk. Another language? <laughs> you want me to do an accent? I can do it in Spanish. What would they want? I mean, you're, you're... They wanted me to sound, okay, so there was two problems. One is I always sound insincere. Uh, the other is I sound like an old man. <laughs> and you... so they didn't like, they wanted a young person who sounded, uh, uh, they wanted somebody that sounded like Kyle Kinane, which is to say he sounds like a, a cool, disaffected guy. But he can also be sincerely passionate. But I, I, th- I would think insincere would work in your favor. Like, isn't it ironic think, this guy is? You would think, hey, insincere worked that time that I got that job on Craigslist to voice a Spanish, Eng- uh, Japanese, English language exam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It worked that time. <laughs> that's, but that's the big time. This is comedy. Center. God, I yeah. still remember. I mean, that was, it was really gorgeous. I mean, like, uh, and I gave some great readings. I don't, do you guys? I'd like to hear some, yes. I would love to, yeah, sure. Of course, yes. Excuse me. Which way to the discotheque? Mm. Excuse me. Which way to the library? Mm. Well, you're very polite. Yeah. Yeah. But well, also just and, insincere and enough to make me think that maybe you don't want to go to the discotheque. <laughs> nah. well, maybe you're like, making fun of the discotheque. I like to give it a little tweak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I like to think of myself. You got to tweak it. And again, the last thing I want to do here is get... Braggy, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think we're all familiar with my track record, my accomplishments, and mm-hmm. so on. Sure, um, I am not. Can you email me those? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll I'd have... like to see it in, in print. That's sure. the best way for me to. Wait, what, PDF, this material. Word doc, PDF. Uh, how do you prefer? Okay, Jimmy, right, sure. I'll have my assistant fax something over. That'd be, oh yeah, fax right over. That'd be, that's the best way. Get it fresh off the press. Mm. Um, <laughs> I like to think of myself as like the Andy Kaufman of Japanese English language exams. Mm-hmm. You know, in that I take. I take something that's straightforward, but I give it to you with an unusual twist. And you wonder, is this a comedy performance? Am I being put on? Mm -hmm. You know, this has been transformed and it feels as an audience member Mm -hmm. like I'm looking at it through my third eye. And by an audience member, you mean a Japanese person who's learning to speak English. Exactly. Yeah. Well, being tested on their English speaking skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jesse, can I ask you, what if you wanted to go to a restaurant? What would you have said? Mm. It's an interesting question, Jimmy. And, you know, there's uh, there's not a lot of room for improvisation in terms of the script, but I do like to make strong choices okay. in terms of 
um, my reading of a script. So in that way, it's improvised. And I, I really think it is my voice coming mm. through. So, for example, <laughs> if I wanted to go to, you said a restaurant. A restaurant, yes, sir. Um, I might say, excuse me. Where can I find the restaurant? Oh, okay. Mm. So, so what you if, see, I'm like, mm. I'm playing with it a little I, bit. Oh, I, I hear it certainly, but I'm in the business. Right. I don't know if they, the layperson can hear it. Sure. Right. I mean, you've seen, you've marked up a script. Oh, boy, have I. Yeah. So you know about the marginal notes you make. Mm-hmm. You know about mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, the, the whole kind of emotional context that you create for a character like that. And, you know, in this case, that kind of meta context that's needed for the sort of Brechtian thing that we were doing, the V effect that sure. we were trying, the, mm-hmm. the slight alienation of the audience so that they know, sure, I'm listening to uh, a cassette tape that tests me on my English comprehension, but I'm also away, I'm sort of watching myself mm-hmm. listen to a cassette mm-hmm. tape that tests me on my Can English Can I get another read from you? Yeah, sure, Jordan. Let's just say you're the owner of a, you know, like a, a strip mall store. Right. And there's some... You know, feisty kids in there. Oh boy! Right, yeah. and they are not waiting in line for the yogurt. Really? <laughs> what do you? Can I just get a re, just a reaction? What would you say to these kids who are, you know, they will not wait in line for the yogurt? Can you give me that context again? So I am uh, I'm the owner of a strip mall store. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some like cool, like well dressed ten year olds come in. Right. You know, mm-hmm. they would they be like. Twins? Yeah, these are like yeah, these are twins. Right. Um like yeah, affluent toe-headed affluent twins. Yeah. Um you know, just real cool, nice sneakers. Yeah. And they are not waiting in line for that yogurt. Right. They're not waiting their turn. Kids, you got to wait in line for the yogurt. All right, well, this is not a mumblecore. Oh, this okay. is not a, you know. Do you want to hear an accent or No, I just want you to sell it. I just want you to you know, it's comedy. Sell it. You okay. got to juice it. Okay. So this is a this is you, you. That's what I was giving you a drama reading. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I should have clarified that this is not a dramatic. Okay, I had in my head like Friday Night Lights. No, no, no. This is yeah. No. Listen, maybe if the maybe if we get the Duplass brothers in here to direct <laughs> an episode of this. But this. So it's called a comedy, mm-hmm. but it's mostly just emotional stuff and not a lot of jokes. <laughs> sure, sure. There's some like yeah, some like uncomfortable moments. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Hey, kids! You gotta wait in line for yogurt! Yeah, that's good. Okay, thank you. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Are you troubled by a lack of astute yet dick-joke-filled analysis of bad movies? Do you experience feelings of laughter and enjoyment when you hear three friends go off on stupid tangents? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, ghost, or totally rad party-dude house cat who really only exists as a sound effect? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, then pick up your podcast listening device of choice and subscribe to The Professionals. The Flop House. Our award-winning and usually only a little drunk staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your bad movie podcast needs. The The Flop House. We're We're ready to make you laugh in public so that other people look at you funny. Hit it! I'm pretty sure we don't have the rights to this song.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jimmy Pardo, guest. Jimmy, it is a joy to have you on the program, if I may borrow some of your signature nomenclature. Oh, what a joy. I'll say, I'll say that uh, probably too often, uh, but thank you for having me. It's, it's a joy to be here. Jimmy, congratulations on completing the... Now, you you won the Los Angeles Marathon? I did. <laughs> I won it. I, I won it. You yes. know, a lot of times, it's those kind of rangy Kenyans who win it. Uh, not this time. This time, not this time. It's podcast this time, slash comedian, right? It's just a. It's a man in his forties from uh, South Chicago. That's right, South uh, South Side. Mm-hmm. Regular, relatable guy. That's right, just a regular Jew off the street. They got deep pizza. They got pan regular pizza. Stand. They got your thin crust. Thin crust. What pizza. happened? You, you all right? I lost <laughs> the words for thin crust pizza. Oh, you forgot about all the kinds of pizza for a minute. Yeah. As exactly. a reminder, guys, uh, your your deep dish, that's your tourist's pizza. Mm. Thin crust is, re- is real Chicago pizza. You got okay. a pizza Bianca? I don't know what that is, no. It's like a white pizza. No, oh, Bianca meaning white. Yeah. Blanche. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's like pizza a clam. Does that have clams on it? Mm, it's some kind of have, clam pizza. I don't want clams on my pizza. I, I do not. I don't either. I don't want clams. You know what? I ate an anchovy pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was having lunch with Nate DeMeo once mm-hmm. oh. uh, of the Memory Palace, podcasting celebrity Nate DeMeo. <clears throat> and uh, he said he likes anchovies on pizza. Mm-hmm. And I thought to my, this is what I thought to myself. Jesse, you're a grown up. You probably like anchovies on pizza now. Because I've, how many things have, have I eaten Jimmy, your food habits are specific to you, but how many things have I eaten as a grown-up where I'm like, huh, I guess I like this now, like asparagus, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Like, I like asparagus. I could never could have imagined liking asparagus. I even almost like broccoli. So I thought, I must like anchovies now. You know, sure, I hated them. I ate this. I could barely get it down my throat. <laughs> I hated it so much. Did you want to punch him in the mouth? Because he's the one person in the world that likes anchovies. I, I've he's never met a person. He's supporting the entire anchovy pizza yes, industry. So for that reason, you should slug him. My wife loves Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, that's your pineapple and ham? Yeah. Mm. I don't want to eat pineapple or ham on pizza. I don't want I, I will to eat have ham it if it's the general. only choice. If, really? if, they, if somebody says, hey, we brought a pizza and it's pineapple, first, I'll, be, I'll go, sir, in my head, seriously, it's fucking sure, Hawaiian? Sure, sure. But then I'll go, oh, yeah, it's all right. Where do you draw the line on pizza, Jimmy? Is it just with anchovies? Your chovies, your mushrooms. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, onions beat me up, but I'll have them. Mm-hmm. But mostly your uh, your chovie and shroom. Yeah, you don't like a shroom. Uh, don't like the umami flavor. I don't. I don't. Uh, it adds I don't a certain like a, richness. I don't like a shroom either, Jimmy. It's like a, mainly a textural thing for I, me. One hundred percent. Sure. It seems like you're just crunching down on a tiny bit of penis. I don't. Oh boy, nope. <laughs> just a little bit of. Nope, that's not what I was thinking. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, nope. But that does make sense to you, Jimmy. Uh, nope. Yeah, I think that's an apt metaphor. Sure. It's uh, like you're crunching down on a tiny sliver okay, of penis. Again, a little slice I, like of a penis. clove shape. Yeah. I'm a, a yes cloven... and guy, but I can't do it. I'm a yes <laughs> and guy. Penis chunk. Nope. It's like, just imagine the kind of spongy mm. texture of a human penis. No, I can't remember those memories. Slice you know, it, I... dice it, oh. clove it, chomp it. The cock? We're talking still? Well, I would say penis. I'm not. I'm no Bulgarian. Sure. <laughs> Is that a real word? <laughs> yes, I love it. My Thank last uh, ex- the Bulgarian. My last experience with uh, with anchovies. Your uh, last experience, meaning you had more than one. Uh, I have. Had, I've only had a handful of anchovy experiences. This is all negative. 
Then why go back a second time? Well, here's what happened, Jim. I'm, I'm about to tell the story. Right. One experience, but it was with a handful of anchovies. <laughs> All right. You're like, I've never tried uh, these before. I better shove a better fish bowl in my mouth. Yeah. I'm on one of these, uh, one of these internet dates. You guys heard about these? Mm. You met somebody on the World Wide Web and yep. you went out. Uh, We're out. We're I've heard about this. FarmersOnly.com. Yeah. This is me and uh, just a down-home gal from, from Georgia. Yep. Peach farm. Right. Good save. Very good save. <laughs> Goats. Right. Uh, you know who I met uh, from Georgia? I went on a very nice date with Jimmy Carter. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Peanut farmer. Yeah, right. You know why farmer. I met this guy? He, the, the devil. He went down to Georgia. Oh, oh really? Yeah. You know, he was, no, what was he? he was looking for something. Looking for soul stuff. Ah, that's right. You know okay. why? He's a bind. He's way behind. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, on this day, willing to make a deal. Really? Yeah. Mm. How did it work out for He him? met a kid named Johnny. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I tell you what, the devil met his match that day. Really? Yes, sir. He's met his match. Johnny won. Did he? How they, did he? But they fiddled. They had a fiddle off. You know what like the devil wants to do. Mm. Yeah, sure. Right in the Bible. Yeah, of course, as in the Bible. By the way, I don't know anything about the Bible. There's a very good chance they do have a fiddle off, and I don't know about it. Yeah, it's no. called the Book of Revelations. Oh, I see. Very it's good the thing. whole thing. It's just oh, a long Jesus. description of Jesus's fiddle battle. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry, Jesus's fiddle faddle. Oh boy, that's, <laughs> yes. that's a nice. Snack. That's a nice. Snack. No, I think that the fiddle faddle that's Deuteronomy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm... Yeah, it's been been a while since I've been to Sunday school. Yeah, you're reading your show. You're on a date. So I'm on one of these internet dates, and a and a a, a key tenant. Of internet dates, I would say, is sharing small plates. Right. It's something you go you go to a restaurant and you know the if you want to appear fun, you're like, hey, let's get a couple of things and we'll share. Right. Because you don't want to seem like some sort of stick in the mud. No, absolutely not. You're just you know each getting an entree, eating it in silence, talking Your about each other's will suffer. Yeah, talking about each other's brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to sh- you know share things, talk about the food. I'll have a little of this. I'll have a little of that. And also you know I, I guess I you know I, I'm a little bit of a picky eater, but would like to come off as an adventurous eater. Something I would right. like to be. I guess in not all situations, but you know I I wish I was an adventurous mm-hmm. eater. So one of these small plates was a. Uh, a, a a spin on the Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. It's got these big slices of anchovy on top. Right. Date really wanted to get it. Date was very excited about she this. Wa- on a date, she wanted anchovy. Yeah. Isn't that a I red flag date's she, over at that yeah, point? Yeah, maybe she had decided five minutes into <laughs> yeah. it. She's like, I would still like to eat, but I will not be making out with this yeah. guy. Let's go chunky. Uh, could be. You said, you, you, you're looking at the menu like, excuse me, could I, this red pepper, could I rub it on my dick? Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'll have one of those. Yes, that would be lovely. Thank you. Uh, So I'm – I didn't say, can we not order this? I don't think I will like the anchovies. And because – I mean they're generally in a Caesar salad. There's anchovies in there. Sure. I mean I think that's the – you know, the – And somehow it tastes good. Right. You're not sure how that works, Mm -hmm. but somehow they make a Caesar salad, they use anchovies, and it works. So this had a a anchovy-based dressing, but also slices. Yeah. Like the sliced penises on top of a pizza. Right. So this had – and I'm like, okay, well, here's what I can do. I can – let's order this dish. Right. She's excited about it. Mm. Mm -hmm. What I'll do is I'll just move these anchovy slices – Kind of onto her side of the Slickly thing. Slickly while you're serving it onto your plate. Exactly, exactly. Like Just, I'm not going to... Like right. you're putting the fork down, but mm-hmm. as you're dropping the fork, you're pushing outward exactly. in order to scoot, scoot, scoop up. Sure. And I'm not, you know, and I'm, you know, and like, oh, I'm I'm not even noticing I'm not getting anchovies. I'm so right. enthralled in your story about what your favorite Netflix original is. Right. <laughs> so you're sliding sliding so, this food on... Aziz on Sorry Show. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Master of None. Everybody loves it. Um... So I managed to get a pile of salad that doesn't have a slice on it. Right. 
I take a bite and it it just I mean the anchovy taste just just de- destroys my face and body. Right. It's just it's everywhere. It's it just it, you know this piece that of signature richness. This that piece umami of this flavor. piece of kale that was near an anchovy just tastes like I'm eating a chunk of salty canned fish flesh. When all you want it to taste like is sweet, delicious kale. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I just want that. Just want that the, that tasty superfood. Yeah. And so I'm like, gosh, shit, I can't eat any more of this. So I, you know, I leave the, I just leave the salad alone. I eat our other things and just, and I'm like, and she notices. She's like, oh, you didn't eat this. You didn't like the anchovies, did you? And I had to fess she, up. She like fucking dropped the I hammer on you. I had to fess you. up to the fact that I, I am, I'm an anchovy pussy. But I don't, it, it was shape- pushy, and then you're being a person, and, and doesn't yeah. it, doesn't it make nice? Doesn't it provide conversation? Hey, you know what? I I don't like the anchovies. I respect that you do. Sure. First and, and foremost, think, pussies yeah. are strong. I, sure, exactly. So you're quite the opposite. You're sure. Anything, I'm a real anchovy testicle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but it was embarrassing. I did felt like I had been like caught in a not Why? a lie, but a yeah. That's insane. Why would you feel embarrassed by not liking a food? Well, because because when we were discussing what to order. Instead of being enthusiastic about the Caesar salad, I should have said, can we pick something else? I'm not nuts about anchovies. I'll give you that, yes. So I was kind of, I mean, not caught in a lie, caught in a half-truth. I don't know. Let's say a lie. I was being a liar. Can I ask what else you got? What were the other small plates? Oh, boy. Uh, there was a little, uh, maybe a little gnocchi or a ravioli. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, sort of, some sort of tiny pasta. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I think we got an entree, split that. I forget what it was. Maybe some kind of protein... Maybe chicken uh, parmesan. No, it's, it was it's not a, a chicken parmesan type place. Veal parmesan. It was a veal parmesan. All right. Yeah, yeah. Something else. Uh, maybe a, a chicken or a something maybe a short with a seared foie gras. Yeah. I uh, I went to a restaurant that I've not been able to get my wife to return to, mm-hmm. but I will return in a moment. Called the Dalray, mm-hmm. uh, which is in a place called Pico Rivera, which mm-hmm. is sort of a no man's land of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is like a restaurant that was created in 1935, updated in 1950, and has not <clears> changed <throat> since. Mm-hmm. But like a fine dining restaurant that has not changed since 1950, uh, which is like a, in some ways a particular feature of Los Angeles. I think just because it's so big and the real estate is relatively reasonable in some places, like there are restaurants that just haven't changed in 60 mm-hmm. years, uh, like fine dining restaurants. And I had a Clams Casino, a Lobster Thermidor, <laughs> and a Caesar salad made at my table. Mm. And Oh, you know what? I think I've heard about this Caesar salad they make at the table. So the This is owner, a legendary salad. The owner of the restaurant mm-hmm. comes to make the Caesar salad at your table. It's their, like, it's their thing. They've been making Caesar salad at tables for 65 years. It involves a mortar and pestle and some anchovies. Mm. The best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Huh. Like I've never loved anything. Yeah. Like I don't geek. I don't. I'm completely like everyone else in America. I will order a Caesar salad when all the other food at the airport looks like it's going to be soggy and gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. But uh, I don't care about Caesar salads. It blew my mind, and I think the secret is the mortar and pestle with the anchovies. Hmm. And this maybe the the skill of this one man. Yeah. This one. 55-year-old man whose grandfather started this restaurant. Why will your wife refuse, does your wife refuse to go back? My wife does not like to drive to Pico Rivera. It's too far. Where is it? I don't know. 
Okay. I've, it's one what, of free, what, freeway, many... what freeway are you getting on? <laughs> uh, it's like south of where I live. Like okay. maybe it's in like s- slightly southeast LA maybe. But like how far south? I mean everything's like within half, five miles. half an hour. 30 minutes away. Yeah. So that's pretty much mm-hmm. – I think my wife is willing mm-hmm. to go 20 minutes mm-hmm. for something. Yeah. Uh, she also will not go uh, to eat dim sum with me for the same reason. Mm. It's about half an hour from where we live. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, it's like all I want to go do. Have you considered – just over the line Have you considered her. divorce? She's not a dick about it. She's very nice about okay. it. She's one of the Doesn't nicest matter. people I've ever yeah. met. Yeah. i got to get on the same page. I, I'm, I agree with Jordan. I think the best advice here is divorce. She also doesn't like watching a whole movie. She'll just fall asleep halfway oh, through. It's mm. really – doesn't it's matter really what the circumstances are. It's, I mean it's just, you're hanging on by a thread. Yeah, you're living a lie. This yeah. thing's over. Do you want to do it now on the podcast? Makes the most sense. Just yeah, just tell her. Do it with you? No, no. I mean, I mean, divorce. I mean, that divorce, would break sure. up my marriage. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I don't want it to listen. If I did it with my longtime platonic I don't, I don't friend, think he's suggesting you guys have on sex on microphone. No, no, no. no, 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 no. What he yeah. Said. I mean, 100%. listen. You I just want, want me to eat a slice of your penis. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's just a piece of anchovy. Yeah. Right. What I'm saying is, I don't want you to be cruel about this. Okay. I mean, you there's there's you know. There's humane ways to end a relationship. And I think, you know, chiefest among those is, you know, recording a podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, putting it in the hopper for a few days before it comes out and Mm -hmm. then letting your significant other hear that. New episode's up. Yeah. Hey, honey, why don't you give a listen? Well, Pardo was on. It's a good one. Yeah. Can I try just – I'm sort of nervous to make this call. Mm Mm-hmm. Could I do you – would you guys mind if I just did it once for you guys, which is what I'm going to say to my wife? Sure. When I, is that okay? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Where can I find the courthouse? Okay, this doesn't this doesn't need to be a drama. This is no. to keep it light, keep it fun. Keep it li- really? Afternoon TV, kids are watching. Let's sell this. Bright eyes, smile when you He's say it. Yeah. Excuse me. This is good. Where can I find the courthouse? It's lovely. Is that good? It's I think it's fantastic, and I think you're on the right path. You think mm-hmm. she's gonna like that? Oh, she's gonna love I mean, it. You're a married man. You, you know what? It, you know what it's like to have a, a restaurant driving distance conflict. Mm. <laughs> well, we have we have different. Uh, my wife is a vegetarian, mm. and I am not. And then we have an eight year old who's uh, becoming pickier by the day. So it's it's getting. Less and uh, places we can go to are getting uh, less and less. Is your eight-year-old more or less picky than you? Because uh, you only eat at like a list of like four restaurants. No, that's right. Like, I, I will eat. Uh, I, I'll eat it a lot. I, Hometown I, buffet. I, I've not eaten there in a while, but I, <laughs> I used to love it on the road. Mm-hmm. I did love hometown buffet mm-hmm. on the road. That, that's accurate. When uh, we went, we have only been to lunch once. Yes, but as I recall, and it was years and years. Where ago, did we go? Five years ago. Um, Fresh Max restaurant in Larchmont Village. Maybe a Baja. Oh, we went to that great uh, burrito place that's no longer there. Yeah. Yeah, we went to that burrito place. (laughs) You didn't like it. You didn't care for it. It was fine. It was fine, We used to Matt Matt and I, the Avocado Grill, it was called. There Mm. we go. Matt and I used to uh, go there uh, on a regular basis. So the question was, is your child more picky or less picky than you? Much more. Much more. more. I'm not that picky. I just like certain things. What will your what will uh, your uh, uh, charming son consume, and what won't he consume? Uh, well, it varies from day to day. You know, that's it, the fucking worst, isn't it? Could it? Be, when they tell you about something they hate and they and loved it like, yesterday, I fucking made that. 
yesterday, that was the only fucking thing. I made four things because you kept insisting that you wanted to eat this one thing. Now I made it for you and you don't want it. Yes, that's that's what happens. By the way, uh, Jesse never has any anecdotes anymore, any cool anecdotes. He doesn't Mm. bother. He just has some complaint about his kid. Confirmed. Mm. Something that his son said. What's Uh, what's the main thing? What's what the main thing right now? Peanut butter and jelly? No, uh, boy, what is the main thing? He's well, he my, he's sick of uh, this particular Mexican uh, take on uh, Sharkies. That's a chain, mm-hmm. but I like it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Danielle works near there. It's easy for her to pick it up and bring it home, uh, so that we're not eating at a crazy hour. And in fairness, he's tired of it. Sure. Yeah, it's because we've had it a lot. Because I, you know, we, it's she can get the salmon. Uh, I get the steak, mm-hmm. and then he'll get whatever he wants. And then uh, uh, it turns out now he wants none of it. Right. None of it was satisfied. Nothing, not even a, nothing on the Sharky's menu. It's not good for the Sharky's at the moment. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. I imagine they, saw, they serve a quesadilla there. Uh, they could probably get the quesadilla, the taco. Right. Uh, <laughs> they've got uh, they got a lot of your uh, Mexican dishes, yeah. Right. What Now, is there something that you, like Jesse, has, you know, the SGV dim sum that he feels like he cannot eat with the family? Is there something that you... You know, can't wait to have, but have trouble talking them into getting. You know getting. what? This is going to sound so lame, but there is a new pizza chain in town. Not all that new. Fresh Brothers. I've, I've seen the Fresh Brothers. Uh, billboards have not had it. I love it. Mm-hmm. My son has it in his head that he hates it. Danielle doesn't care. Mm. Uh, so, but he in his head thinks he hates it. Mm. There's no evidence that he does because he loves it when we eat it. Uh, but it's uh, he now thinks he hates it. So I now have to if they are. Hey, we're going to be busy. Ah, I'll go to Fresh Brothers for dinner. You're going straight to Fresh Brothers. Yeah. Okay. I got a thumbs up from outside of the studio, by the way. About Fresh Brothers. Yeah. Brian loves it. Brian loves it. Why not? uh, uh, Tell us about this pizza. (laughs) Brian is so happy about Fresh Brothers. (laughs) It's very Chicago style. Oh, yeah? Uh, Legit, not deep dish bullshit. What what does it mean to be Chicago, uh, a Chicago style, what were those words you used? Thin crust? Thin crust, cut in a square. Thin crust pizza. Mm. It's just the shape. Uh, cut in squares, uh, uh, very cheesy, uh, a nice sauce on it. Uh, for the, not as greasy for the, as – For the at-home listener, for anyone who's not here, let the record show that Jimmy did a gesture indicating sprinkling cheese. I did. Mm-hmm. As he said, very Painting cheesy. Painting yeah, picture. Absolutely, of course. Mm-hmm. We need to be here. We need the most vivid version of Jimmy Pardo that we can get. Give me the best I can. Thank you very I've much. Given you the best that I got. Great song from the eighties. We're 80s. so happy to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> is that the great Anita Baker? Is that who that is? Don't know. Asking the wrong guy. No, you know it is. It is anyway. Is no, it? No, I don't know. Could be Patrice Russian. No, I know it's not her. What if it okay. is? And I look like the a hole now. <laughs> you oh, look like it's Anita Baker. You oh, okay. look like a real fucking asshole now. Actually, I think it's it Patrice, was Patrice. It's Patrice Russian, you monster. Patrice Russian, guys. Was a I great think it was jazz vocalist. I think it was the Fresh Brothers. It was the Fresh Brothers. Brothers they, they, they produced it. Yeah. Oh, okay. They yeah, right. Yeah, it. famous Tin Pin Alley producers, uh, the Fresh Brothers. Wait, there was a thumbs up. Is it Anita Baker? It is Anita Baker. So I'm going to ask you both to suck it. Okay. No, seriously. Yes, sir. Can I, like, I just I eat like, a little slice? Like <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, James. Um, Jordan, how are you? What's going on with you, buddy? A guy that I thought it might be fun mm-hmm. to devote a little of the show today mm-hmm. to talking about Prius ownership. Of course. <laughs> I mean. we've all, Well, look, Jordan, this is a Los Angeles-based podcast. We've already talked about local restaurants. Sure. <laughs> Let's move on to yeah. the next logical. I mean, we've, we talked about auditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, local restaurants. Sure. Uh, now I think it's time to chat about Prius ownership. Right. Uh, I've been a member of the club for maybe six months now. 
It's it's been a whirlwind. It's just been a Which whirlwind. Which one did you get? Uh, I got the C. Okay. I got the compact one for city driving, easy parking. Uh, zippy little number. I understand. Bright blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, never been happier. Does it have a, now? Does it have a parking sensor on it? You know that is something that I could have gotten if I upgraded my package. Mm, you didn't get the you didn't get the trim level for it. No, no, no. Yeah. Would you get the, a base trim? Got the base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. By the way, you can have that turned off because oh, it's, really? it's really distracting and horrible. Mm. Oh, okay. Especially if you love to <laughs> crash into people. Yeah, it too. Gets, gets in your like, way. I know what I'm doing. Right. I don't yeah. need to be reminded. <laughs> I, I need to cause this car accident to jack off. So <laughs> I get it. Crash. I've I'm, seen that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm happily married, so I always get bass trim. Mm, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was single, sometimes it was... I see. Yeah. But go ahead. You know, you don't get the strange package. No. <laughs> get out there and get that strange. <laughs> no, sir. It's another... 2000 bucks. Yeah. Uh, here is – now, it, it's been a dream. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm-hmm. Something that has happened because has of it. Has that been offered to you? Yes, it has. Oh, boy. Someone offered me you were just, you were just world sitting at conquest. Home. You were just sitting at home cooking going, I want the world. Yeah. I want the whole world. And, the el- and then just <laughs> – Little devil appeared over yeah. here and said, "That can be arranged. All I need is your Prius C, fellas. I'm just back from Georgia. <laughs> I didn't have a good good outcome there. <laughs> Hear me out on this world for your Prius deal. Um, this is this character, by the way, is called uh, Unusual Strategies Devil. <laughs> his, his two main outside the box devil fiddling contests uh-huh. and mm-hmm. trading for Prius. Uh, like a nice set of wheels. <laughs> he goes to the devil boss. He's yeah. like, boss, I got six Priuses. Today. Oh, Arthur, I don't know, man. <laughs> And my fiddling is steadily yeah. improving. I don't, I don't know if this is the most efficient use of our devil resources. Uh, something that has I been... got a job with Charlie Rich. <laughs> oh. You know, he goes on behind closed doors. Got it. Something that happens. Most beautiful girl in the world. When you own a new Prius. Yeah. Is that when you are at a stoplight mm-hmm. or a red light. People try and get you in drag races. People try and get in your car because they think you are their Uber. Ah. <laughs> this has happened to me twice this really? week. Twice this week, someone has – I have been at a stoplight and I felt a yank on my passenger side door only to look at someone who makes a motion, you know, to which I can only interpret as I thought this was my Uber. Right. A kind of, a, you know, hands flailing around the head motion. <clears throat> They're always pretty embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Uh that's been happening. I, I, you know, make sure to lock my door so a guy doesn't jump in. Uh, mm-hmm. But the most recent time this happened, an attractive young lady oh boy. Mm-hmm. tries to get in, realizes I'm not her Uber, runs back to the sidewalk. What if this was? What if this was the the meet cute to end all meet cutes? Yeah, and I fucking missed it. Oh yeah. You know what? I don't know if you remember this, but mm-hmm. I did tell the story once of the time that a man got into my car in San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, my Subaru Legacy wagon. I don't think so. Uh, this is really okay. So one time I was driving in uh, down Geneva Avenue mm-hmm. in San Francisco with my brother in the passenger seat uh, in my again Subaru Legacy wagon. If you want to know the trim LSI, mm. uh, that's the luxury package. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that means that it had a moonroof that was constantly leaking on my head. <laughs> Actually, it would leak into the headliner, and then the headliner would drip mm. onto my head. Um, anyway, uh, one time we're just driving down the street, 
And a guy just got into the back seat and he's like, hey, man, where are you guys going? What? <laughs> hey, man, yes. where are you guys going? Just a, f- a fucking high out of his mind guy. What did you do? Just, I was you like, him. I just took him. Hmm. I drove him down the street. I said, listen, I, we're going down Geneva. I can take you as far as Ocean. All right. And uh, at, at Ocean, I said, this is it. Last stop. And he got out. Great. It was insane. I, the whole time, I'm like white knuckling the steering wheel. Is this man about to murder me? Mm. Is this man carjacking me? Did it, it never occurred to you to go, I'm going about a block? And mm-hmm. then you could just say, well, here we are, dude. Well, I'm- I needed something that felt like an accomplishment to him. Sure. I think that would have. He was high. Yeah. And uh, and I want to be clear, like when I say he was high, I mean that he was on some kind of intense upper. Mm. Not that he was he wasn't blazed. wasn't relaxed. Yeah, no, he was not being super chill. Sure, uh, he was like yelling at us, mm. uh, but not rudely. I mean, outside of the fact that he had gotten into a right, car without, without our permission. Sure, yeah, yeah. So no, I think this person. Anyway, the moral of the story is. Just uh, let him in. That's was take my, up a couple of blocks. That was my wife Teresa. Oh, that's yeah. how you guys met. See, yeah. there you go. Oh boy, yeah. does she? So st- now, does she still do crank? No, <laughs> she is cranked right now. Oh, that's great. I mean, she does crank when she can get her hands on it. Like mm-hmm. when I find it, I flush it down the toilet. Yeah, mm. but more often than not, yeah, she's cranked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of the big problems: not a lot of copper wires left in our walls. Oh, oh yeah, she's still having a hard time with the appliances yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and she's losing teeth. Mm. But besides that, we really have a a wonderful relationship. She's a really wonderful person. Jordan, you got to get divorced. Yeah. I'm circling back to that. Sounds like, yeah, it sounds like if we could make a little list here. She's really chill about new pizza places. She doesn't care what shape. She doesn't care what shape they cut the slices into. uh, Neither is my wife. It's my son that has problems with it. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, by the way, if we were making jokes about me and my wife getting divorced, I'd be furious. <laughs> so I, I want to apologize. He's just he's taking this with a bit. lot of good humor. Really has. Yeah. I would be. I would be like, all right, dude, it's cool. Too far. Yeah, too Jimmy, far. Let's sure, we don't know each other that well. Right. Yeah, you and I both have charming, beautiful wives that we're lucky to have. Oh, no question. Yeah, your wife Danielle, my wife Teresa, both ten out of ten. Wonderful, yes. wonderful ladies. Uh, and I'm also going to agree. And I've got this uh, woman who wanted to get in my car, and my door was locked, and now I don't now I don't know what could have been. What could have been, guys? Can I ask you a question? Sure. Was the woman like Helen Hunt or something? <laughs> she was Hunt-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I think it could work. I think it could work as a meet-cute. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll just need another opportunity. Maybe I should By just By the start... way, why didn't I say Meg Ryan or some person who's actually starred in film romantic comedy? <laughs> Helen Hunt has not? Well, Helen, I don't know. Has Helen seems Hunt... like that tracked to what? me. She was a movie star for a while, right? But like yeah. never one that anyone would want. I mean, Helen Hunt's great. Don't get me wrong. I think mm-hmm. she's wonderful at the things she does. Uh, but uh, I don't think anyone... She was one of those people that was in a starred in a lot of movies for a person that no one would ever be like, we got to go see that new Helen Hunt movie. Never. Yeah. What was she in, like, like uh, that Jack uh, Nicholson torn? movie? You know, I can't name a hunt. Wasn't Helen I can't Hunt name in, a like, hunt. Twister or something? She was in Twister. Yeah. Mm. And then she was in, what's the one with Jack Nicholson and, and Greg Kinnear? Oh, As Good As It Gets. As, as Good, good as, as It Gets. gets. That's, that's the key hunt. That's the yeah. most Oh, and, and Mr. Hunt. Saturday Night. She's great, Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yep. Is she as good as Billy Crystal is? Uh, because one of the great things about Billy Crystal, I don't know if you've seen the movie, one of the great things about the movie is he kind of takes you through this character's life. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I like the movie. I mm-hmm. know you want to crap all over it. Mm-hmm. Sure. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not going to tolerate this. Does she take time. you on a journey at all? 
She does. He does. Have you seen her one man show? <laughs> My, my six months making a movie? It's very touching. I, I look forward to seeing it. It's You know, very her sister touching. is a headshot photographer. Really? Mm. Used to have uh, an Fra- ad in Backstage West. Is that Francis Hunt? I can't answer that. Oh. Is it's that probably fr- Francis Hunt. I don't know. I don't get I, Am I missing? No, I'm just saying the name of a lady. Frank, a lady's name. Frank Hunt. Francine Hunt. I'm trying to figure out what you're doing. Uh, I'm not doing anything. I don't get it. I just said a lady's name. Yeah, Mr. Saturday Night was one of those movies that I have super fond memories of. Couldn't really tell you what it's about, but I think I watched it at that time where I just figured out I was interested in comedy. Yeah, I think it was perfect for that. And anything <laughs> just figured out your sexuality. Yeah, which is uh, elderly which Jewish is, comedian. Yeah, which is uh, yeah, I'm a crystal sexual. Uh-huh. Um, and just <laughs> yeah. anything with well, like you look marvelous. Anything with Billy Crystal, <laughs> Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy. I just loved. I just assumed they were, even if I didn't understand the jokes, I was laughing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I felt like I was a, a grown-up watching sure. a movie. Uh, and, you know, just, but just looking back, those guys did so much garbage around that time. Sure. I right. probably shouldn't rewatch any of those movies. Have you seen the movie Clifford? <laughs> yeah, I've seen, yeah. You know, I think oh, I've you seen love it, right? Clifford. Are you, are you the one of our friends that loves it? I wouldn't say that I love it. I, I'll tell you who loves it. Our, our friend Tom Sharpling from mm-hmm. the best show on WFMU loves it. It's maybe his favorite movie, I think. Is that, what, is that Martin Short and Charles Grodin? Yes. Okay. And, Claire, uh, and he plays a little boy. An odd yes. child. Yeah. Uh, and, and they go to Dinosaur World. That's Clifford's great dream is to go to Dinosaur World. I had been, uh, I had been confused about Martin Short mm-hmm. uh, because I had, I had only known Martin Short – Doing his less funny things, I was not around when Martin Short was at his peak, or paying attention to Martin Short when he was at his peak. Name one that wasn't. Just like I think, if you're not on board, if you don't understand, like it was one of those things where when you're a kid, you might not catch the tone of I'll what he's it, doing. I'll you know give what you that? Okay. It's such a weird and specific tone that if that doesn't connect with you immediately, you're just like, who is this weird old guy? <laughs> Like, I feel the same way about Martin Mull. Like, I think Martin Martin Mull Mull is is some kind of genius, probably. I don't know. I just, I never have understood what he's doing. I have no animus towards him, but I've never understood what he's doing. So anyway, I kind of felt that way. He didn't love that scene in The Player where he asked uh, Tim Robbins if he wanted a Cointreau and Sodi. Oh, I did love that scene. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Who doesn't love the scene where he asked Tim Robbins if he wants a Cointreau and Sodi? That's the fucking funniest thing to ever. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> Cointreau and Sodi. <laughs> Anyway, that really it is, is one kind of the, funniest of the twin. It is kind of the twin line reading to uh, John Goodman's Three Orange Whips. Yeah, that I think we've talked about. John Candy's John Orange Candy. Whip. Excuse yeah. me. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, I was confused about what was good about Martin Short. I was not trying to be a jerk about it because mm-hmm. I knew that people whose opinions I really liked like revered him. And Tom was like, you got to watch Clifford. <laughs> How is that a movie? That is the craziest shit ever. Isn't the and situation like it was a thing where Martin Short was supposed to play the dad and a child was supposed to play the child? And then Martin Short's like, no, I want to play the child. I don't know that, but that's amazing if anyway. it's true. Well, I mean, because it combines two things. One is, obviously, Charles Grodin is amazing. How is it possible that he was a movie star? Like, how is it possible that there was a time in America when just a guy whose shtick was being disagreeable, right? 
<laughs> just like grumble, grumbling and complaining and being unpleasant, which, again, I grant you, is amazing. He's amazing at it. He's the greatest ever at it. And But he was a movie – like the star of some of the biggest movies of the period when he was a movie star. Uh, so that's – there's that A, that just one of the main movie stars in this is a guy whose only thing that he does is be grating. The <laughs> – the other, the other is a an, a man playing an annoying child, a, an adult mm-hmm. man in child clothes. They wanted to go to Dinosaur World. I think someone calls it Dinosaur World in that which I really like. Jimmy, have you gotten to show as Oliver to the age where you can sit him down in front of a a, a classic movie? And try and get him to watch it? Sure. Uh, now that you've asked me and put me on the spot, I won't think of one. But we've seen uh, – he's seen a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. He's um, – uh, God. What? He likes a movie musical, doesn't he? I remember there was a period when he was uh, – Oh, he, he used to – he loved um, – Like Singing in the, Singing the Rain. Rain. Loved it. Now he does not. Loves, loves Grease. I watched Singing in the Rain recently for the first time. And? Not, not for me. No, there's a lot of good in there. There's a lot of good. Yeah, in there. but man, there's some boring parts. Oh, there's no question. But there's a lot of good too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I like uh, the dancing in the car. He's enjoying Hamilton, the soundtrack. My mm-hmm. son. Sure. And uh, School of Rock. We went to see School of Rock in New York, and he loved it. The mm. musical. Can I just mention briefly? I'm, our uh, Max Funster, Lin Manuel mm-hmm. Miranda, did a special observance. Of uh, my brother, my brother, and me, our sister show here on the Max Fun Network during the Grammys. What happened? He's been recording. Did he say peepums or something? No, he's been recording videos with legit major celebrities mm-hmm. saying, uh, Great job, Griffin, which mm-hmm. is a running joke on my brother, my brother, mm-hmm. and me. So, like, uh, I want to say he got The Rock to do one. Really? <laughs> like, really famous celebrities. Um, uh, what's a Carly Rae Jepsen did one? Mm, uh, Jepsen. And uh, and then he he went into the my brother my brother and me Facebook group Lynn did and posted I'm going to do a special beeping a horn beeping a car horn dance move during the Hamilton number in the Grammys that means great job Griffin so watch it and when I do that move that means I'm saying great job Griffin and he did it and he did it hmm. and then he went back in the Facebook group and say that night. The night of the Grammys. Right. He should be at John Legend's house. He's in that Facebook group go- going, hey, guys, I did the thing. Did you see? Well, now Amazing. I'm, now God I'm, bless that Well, man. now I'm jealous no one's doing deep references to our shows on any national I, telecasts. I would, uh, that's how I would take this as well. I'm not – listen, I'm not – I have now, a hard time on. feeling happy for someone who's not me. Did you see Kendrick Lamar's performance at the Grammys? Hey, <laughs> God, he says. Uh, it was amazing. Sure. And then at the end, after, you know his song, All Right, mm-hmm. We Gonna Be All Right, mm-hmm. that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went full short. Oh, you know what? I, I, I got up to take a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I should not have. Yeah. Well, well g- hey, thanks to, thanks to Compton's own Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, one of the for, greats. Uh, for that shout out. The great Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Big Jordan Jesse Go fan. <laughs> Who I did not know was not a Laker player until maybe six months ago. <laughs> that's a true statement. Not, You're not... thinking of D'Angelo Russell. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, was there a guy that played for the Lakers that sounded like uh, Kendrick Lamar, though? Is there a reason why I would have thought this? Racism. Mm. Other than that. That's always on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I also did not know... Who the F? Uh, oh, the guy from the Super Bowl. I, I just don't follow. The, <laughs> the guy from the Super Bowl. The guy that everybody's mad at. Uh, they called him a thug, even though he didn't really do anything wrong. 
the guy that got oh Cam the- Newton. Cam Newton. You're talking about Cam Newton. Didn't know Cam Newton was African American. Didn't yeah. Because I don't follow. I don't follow it. You thought but he was. A, of you your, thought he was a soft. Well, I thought it was Cameron. Cookie. I'm Cameron Newton. Oh. I. You know. Of course. My my parents uh, got me a scholarship. I'm I Cam assu- Newton. I had assumed that he was fruit and cake. Oh no. no. That, that's a. Uh, that's, Is that that's a correct? dessert treat that you're thinking of. <laughs> the, the fig Oh, mm-hmm. I got confused. Yeah, you're thinking of the, uh, the fig It's yeah. so funny that there are that there's Newton, many Newtons. Uh-huh. Apple Newton. Right. Strawberry Newton. Right. That the most popular of the Newtons was the fig one. Yeah. And yet nobody... I know this just sounds like a evening at the improv routine that I'm starting. <laughs> push your sleeves up, Jordan. Yeah, push my sleeves up. Into it. Come on after Saturday Night Live uh-huh. for a brief period. Isn't it funny? Anyway. How does the fig win that? How does the fig win? Have you ever had a fig? You like apples? You like strawberries? Anyway. Nobody ever says you want a handful of figs. There you go. Get the fig note. I think you got a new fig chunk, Jimmy. Oh, I don't. Oh. That's your piece. <gasps> it is? Bring it to Hardwick. Bring oh. it over to Ad Midnight. <laughs> Put that in the opening. Sure. Hardwick will sell it. Yeah. All right. Oh, will he ever? He, he's got that fucking connection with the audience. He'll just look yeah. deep down their eyes. Mm-hmm. I'll say, oh, I know him. Destroy a fig joke. Yeah. God bless him. A fig chunk. You know what? Hmm. Don't don't give it to Hardwick. Give it to that lady's dad who's the stage manager. (laughs) Sure. Oh, John Stewart? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, John Stewart is the stage manager? His name is John Stewart. Yeah. He's Kristen Stewart's dad. Kristen Stewart's dad, John Stewart. Give it Mm -hmm. to him. He can do it while he's indicating the exits. You know what? Maybe I'll maybe I'll just send it to a Member of the Comedy Central Late Night family. Think Larry Wilmore could sell the fig chunk? I think Larry mm. Wilmore would love the fig chunk. I mean, I know that he does His mostly main like, things social is like issues, social issues, race. and cookies. Yeah, but I mean, technically, it's not a cookie; it's fruit and cake. But mm-hmm. I think he could sort of fold it in. I mean, a cookie is chunk. just a cookie, you know? right? Newton's. Exactly. But I think I think he, don't you think he could move from uh, move from his cookie stuff right into it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a seamless segue. Right. All right. Well, look for my fig chunk on Larry Wilmore sometime next week. <laughs> Can I choice. suggest something instead hmm. as an alternative? Have you thought about sending it to Broad City? Hmm. Also a comedy show. Yeah. I think they would really like that. Sure. Um, they could build a humorous scenario around it is <laughs> what I'm thinking. Yeah. Just to spin it out into a mm-hmm. fun – well, you know, I guess – listen, I'm, let me just put it out there because I know that everyone listens. I got it. Hmm. The solution is here. I'm listening. You – Point a video camera at you. Just, <laughs> could just even just be a phone sure. video camera. You eat the cookie, mm-hmm. excuse me, fruit and cake, the Newton, mm-hmm. in an amusing way. You send that to Tosh. Yeah. Point Tosh. Tosh. <laughs> That's the one, Jimmy. The one. Yeah, Mr. Point O. Okay. He's on I, something here. I'm sorry. I was... I was thinking uh, Peter Tosh. Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah, the reggae great. Yeah. <laughs> Send it to him. He's, he's, he's about to be hungry. <laughs> yes. This is it. Send it to <laughs> Peter Tosh. Okay. Great. It's coming your way, Pete. I don't, I don't know how you want me to get that to you. Is Facts. he dead? Peter Tosh dead? Don't know. Or is Jimmy Cliff dead? Are either dead? Mm. I'm going to say Peter Tosh is alive. Jimmy Cliff is dead. I want to say it's the other two. The other way. Flip-flop that. Really? We just talked about this on Never Not Funny, and I, I'm going to be wrong. Really? What do you got? Peter Tosh is dead. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Cliff alive. So I was right. Flip-flop it. God damn it. Well, I win that contest. What about Congratulations. Steel, what about Thank Steel you, Pulse? Or Steel Pulse alive? <laughs> Steel Pulse. I saw them open up for uh, In Excess sure. in yeah. the 80s. That sounds like an 80s thing. Uh, they Steel were both on the same I believe is what there is. No, they weren't. Uh, Steel Pulse was on MCA. That's why I was there. Who did Red Red Wine? UB40. <laughs> yeah, UB40. Written by the great Neil Diamond. Mm. Oh. That's great. 
Uh, here's a true. Uh, here's a true rap from Neil Diamond from his live album. Uh, with UB40, we be number one. <laughs> yeah, cool. He's known for his stage banter. Yeah, Neil Diamond. So... It's as it's you go for the you know of course you go for all the hit songs. Love, Forever love, in Blue Jeans. Love it. You know Porcupi- the other Sweet Caroline. Love Porcupine it. Pie. Mm-hmm. It might be Neil Sedaka. Yeah, I don't believe it is. Yeah, I don't believe it's Neil. Uh... Porcupine yeah. Pie. Uh, Who sings Pork Donovan? I can't. I can't pull it. Sounds like a Donovan. Sounds like something he thought of while on mushrooms. It's it is Neil Diamond. Diamond. My apologies. Oh, porcupine. I will apologize. Porcupine. Why does it sound pie, like a producer's in a wind tunnel? Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. He's training to be an astronaut. I guess that, well, that explains it. Yeah. So he's I, he's looking to leave the world of you know the admittedly glamorous world of mm. podcasting for the kind of smaller, quieter world of astronaut astronautism. This is grand control. <laughs> astronautism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Astronautism. True word. Yeah. Is that like a religion? Uh, so I just wrote a song about all the ridiculous flavors that I imagine in. Uh, what are we playing here? Wow, this is like a live contemporary version of uh, Porcupine Pie. Hold for it. He's just vamping right now. Porcupine Pie. Oh, I know this song. Why did I? I don't know. Vanilla soup. Double scoop, please. You just, you know what I think you, you, why you got mixed up. You, you know the more famous Sinead O'Connor cover. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think he originally recorded it, but Shin, you know, Sinead O'Connor. Well, he wrote hit. all the hits for the monkeys as well, and so that's why <laughs> I assume that he uh, wrote that for uh, for Sinead. I have yeah. not heard his version. I yeah. don't think he wrote it for Sinead. I think Sinead covered it. He actually originally wrote it for the time. Mm. Morris Day's band? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Jerome was going to sing it. <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> the Tom and Jerome. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan and Jessica. La, la, la. Hello, Brent. Travis. Welcome to Trends Like These. What's Trends Like These, you ask? Well, it's a podcast where we take the the news trending on the internet and we cover it in podcast form. We go beyond the headlines, beyond the memes to bring you the real story so that when your friends bring it up, you can look real smart. We take things that need to be debunked and we debunk them. And then we take things that need to be rebunked and we rebunk them. We bring you all the details and we give you a spin on it. Our opinions, our thoughts, and we also try to dig up some positive things to talk about so it's not all bummers. Just a couple of real-life friends talking internet trends. So join us every Thursday on MaximumFun.org and wherever podcasts are found. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jimmy Pardo. That's all you need. Yeah, it is. I don't need a tagline like no. you fellas. Yeah. I just wanted to give it a second to reverberate from coast to coast and around the mm. globe. Oh, th- th- thanks, Art Bell. <laughs> or, or, or is that George Norrie? <laughs> well, they've both been crushed together in a singularity. Right. They're those, now one being. Those poor fellas. And yeah. it's a lizard, man. Yeah. Aha! <laughs> Um, hey, I want to mention, before we get to momentous occasions, I want to mention two things. Number one, Max FunCon East Reservations now open. Hey! The Poconos Labor Day weekend. We're bringing back Max FunCon East. It's going to be epic. 
uh, you can get your, uh, you can get your, what do you call it? You can put down your deposit right now at maxfuncon.com. Um, it's going to be really fantastic. Uh, it's Friday through Sunday on Labor Day weekend. It's going to be a blast. Going to have a lot of great people there. Um, I'm not going to tell you who yet, but, uh, put down your deposit because we've already, like, we literally, we just, as I'm recording this, we opened the deposits like a couple of hours ago. We've already got like 60. Oh boy. Let's go. And there's only a couple hundred slots total, including performers. So, uh, maxfuncon.com for that. Uh, the other is a lot of people buying stuff from the Put This On shop that are Jordan Jesse Go listeners, and I'm very grateful to all of them. Jimmy, you're a gentleman. You're familiar with the Put This On brand. It's a sig- my signature menswear line. I love it, and I would wear it uh, if I was given a sample and uh, it, so that I could try it out. Jimmy, w- would you like a sample? Yeah. Okay, you got it, buddy. You got it. No sweat, Brett. <laughs> I don't like this guy at all, but I appreciate that I'm getting something. Anyway, we got uh, at, at the Put This On Shop, uh, Pocket Squares, of course, and made in Los Angeles. We got uh, vintage and antique accessories and notions, uh, which are really sweet. Uh, some blankets recently, some woolen blankets recently, uh, vintage blankets, lots of cool stuff. It's all at PutThisOnShop.com. And if you use the code FULLCHORT, as made famous by Kendrick Labar mm-hmm. in the Grammy Awards, you get free shipping. Ah, the Laker great. Yeah. Legendary <laughs> Laker Slam star. dunkster himself. <laughs> full short. Mm-hmm. You're talking about full short, right? Yeah. Power forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Full, for the oh, Showtime yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Then he left and then he was with the Globetrotters for a little while. Yes. Sure. I got it for full short. I'm going to see the Globetrotters this weekend. I haven't been to a basketball game since I was 13 years well, old. Well, you're still not going to one. I'm going to a mm-hmm. Warriors uh, Warriors Clippers game on Saturday night. And ah. I'm going back to the Stable Center on Sunday for the Harlem Globetrotters. How old's your child? Four years old. Four and a half. I brought Oliver twice mm-hmm. to see the Harlem Globetrotters. And by weird coincidence, both times, we got courtside seats. And... Uh, They're not cheap seats. What happened? You just went no, on StubHub and you... No, I did not. I went on uh, city events or whatever, and then they, I said, give me the best two at this price rate, which was not a crazy price. And those are the two that came up. And so we sat courtside. Right. And uh, he loved it. And then the second time we went, uh, they pick, they, they you know they grab a kid out of the audience at one point and slam dunk him, and they put him in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> they grabbed Oliver and ran with him around the uh, mm-hmm. the basketball court, and uh, and then they uh, they have a you know their patter. Put Justin Bieber down. Mm. That is that's good. And then they put Oliver down, and Oliver ran back to uh, his seat, and that was it, man. The Globetrotters are not a good thing. Oh, they scared the shit sure. out of him. Yeah. Oh, uh, then I brought him to a real basketball game, and uh, he spent the entire time going, you know, when do they throw their confetti at you? When, sure, uh, yeah. When uh, there's no ladders, where, where's the where's the ball on the string, Dad? Yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's just a big Washington general. Oh, fan. he loves him. He wrote it. Was heartbroken that they lost both the games that we went to. Yeah. Uh, my younger son is heartbroken that he's not coming. Uh, he's two, and he 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 literally came up to me yesterday, and he said, "Dad, can I go to the baseball too this oh. weekend? This weekend? Cute. Let me tell you something. Your son, he's gonna love it. Yeah, it's 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 great fun. You know, we don't need to go a third time. Mm-hmm. He likes hot dogs. I know that. So." A bare minimum, I'll buy him a hot dog. Get him a hot dog. They got a McDonald's right there as well. You get whatever, whatever you need there at the Staples Center. I love the texture of a, a hot dog. I wish I could come up with oh, boy. like a metaphor mm. to describe the texture of a Stay hot dog. Out. Staying yeah. out of this conversation. It's a little like a... <laughs> it's like an anchovy. Yeah, like, yeah it's like an anchovy, <laughs> which is like in turn, it's like a mushroom, mushroom which is in mushroom, turn, it's like a little slice of penis. Okay. Uh, when something momentous happens mm. to you, we hope that you will call us at 206-984-4FUN for our beloved signature segment. 
momentous occasions. <laughs> Forgot the name of it. <laughs> so you couldn't think of thin crust pizza, <laughs> right. momentous occasions. This is what happens when I took my migraine pill before the show and then I had a Coke to try and balance it out. Mm. Oh, boy. Not yeah. balancing. No, it is not balancing they're, they're, correctly. They're fighting. My, they are at war in your brain. Let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. I, I need a rotation and balance. My wheels are wobbling. Oh, boy. Uh, let's take our first call. Hey, guys. Um, I was just walking to get coffee this morning, and I see a group of three people who are going to get into like, a taxi. They're looking kind of lost. And so there's a, a van with like, a sliding door opening, and they, they all pile in, all three of them. And then as they're all three already in the van... Uh, an identical van across the street honked the horn, and they turn and realize that they have just all gone into the van of a woman with her like what? four-year-old son taking him to school, who is so frightened and so confused, and so they just all get out and go into the other van, and she has no idea what happened. Uh, really crazy. Thank you guys so much. You know what? We already talked about that on that's, the show. Guys. I mean, that's crazy. That that sure. Call came. This is a nice little bit of synergy. Would you call it synergy? Oh, cool. Or is it more like when Warner Brothers merged with AOL and it just didn't really benefit <laughs> right, yeah, both they're companies? Not, yeah. I think it's insane that that's the phone call. Yeah. That that it came up organically on this program and then that was the call. I think it's insane. People getting in each other's cars. Yes. It's Wrongly. Not, it's not common. Hmm. Yet you have a story. He has a story. This fella has a story. You are not driving the right Prius, Jimmy. I'm dri- or I am driving the perfect one that keeps people away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't drive. My wife drives a Prius. Yeah. I, of course, have a Volkswagen Electric. <laughs> nice. How's that going? I love it. Got no, that. No, one Got tries that. To, no one tries to jump in. Uh, no. They don't, they don't hear it coming. Yeah. Very quiet. Mm. Are you concerned at all that your Volkswagen e-Golf, the model name sounds a little bit like a vaping store? No, or I, a vaping accessory. It, I, I did not think of that until this very second. And the best way to solve this is to murder you. It's <laughs> the only way to get it out of my mind. To <laughs> never risk you saying it again. Mm. Let's take another call. Yeah, I just got in some guy's van. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Another one? The answer there? One more? Hey, Jesse, hey, go. Um, hey, I just want to tell you about this great moment I just had um, at Safeway up in the Bay Area. Um, what up, Jesse? Um, but. No, Can you um, pause this I for a second? Over to the clearance section. Look, we all know that I'm from San Francisco. We all know that I love to talk mm-hmm. about San Francisco. That doesn't mean that just because you drop Safeway, mm. the West Coast grocery <laughs> chain. He said Bay Area. He, but look, it, this kind of pander. I just don't want people pandering. I don't want people to just call up with some boring fucking momentous occasion like, oh, I saw a guy wearing a snake around his neck. And then just at the end of it, they just go, carne asada burrito. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. Burrito with rice in it. Let's let's see. Let's see what this guy comes out with. By the way. Willie if, Brown. If it's a guy with a snake around his neck, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> then the show is just taking an odd turn that I don't understand. I saw a guy with a snake around his neck and another exotic pet at the same time. What? He's interesting. You know what I am? Speaking of this podcast being kind of oddly predictive. I am a little worried because, you know, a little peek behind the curtain here. We're recording this on a Wednesday evening. I see. Goes up on Monday. So we got a couple wow. days. Okay. I am genuinely worried that something bad will happen to Kanye West because <laughs> we we talked about him at the beginning of the show. His, yeah. you know, slow unraveling. His behavior has been con- worrying. I am, I am genuinely worried in, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is enough time for, you know, for Kanye to buy a blimp and crash it. Should we record just a real quick thing to fit in that slot just in case 
something does happen to Kanye West? Sure, yeah. Let's just do something kind of like evergreen. Okay. Yeah. How about this? Mm-hmm. So Kanye West is in the news lately. Uh, we all okay. respect and value his contributions to our culture. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, just slide that in there. Great. So, Brian, what you can do is just edit that in there if something bad happens to Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way we'll, we'll seem like, you know, we'll, we're valuing his... Uh... Should we just, you know what, should we just record one where we leave him out of it entirely? Okay. I, just let me do one. I think you can slide it in there. I don't think anybody will, will notice. Yeah, I'll set you up, okay? Okay. Hey, Jordan, how do you feel about Donald Trump? <laughs> well, I don't know about him, but I do think we should all be watching Two Broke Girls Monday nights on CBS. Okay, great. Let's take our next call. Wait, was that all the calls? We got one. No, that guy didn't even hey, say Jordan, what, he ha- what happened. Hey, Hey, go. Um, hey, I just want to tell you about this great moment I just had. Um, at yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Safeway in the Bay Area. Area. Um, hey, Jesse. Jesse. Madison um, Bumgarner, no, whatever. Um, I went Jose Uribe. section. Um, and I saw that they had Cliff Bars on sale um, on clearance. And I was like, whatever, I'll pick up some Cliff Bars. They were holiday flavored. <laughs> went up to the cash register. Cash register rang it up. Um, but somehow, because it was on sale in the store and then clearance, right, they actually started paying me 60 cents per um, Cliff Bar. What? So what did I do? I left, went to my car, came back, got three boxes of the Cliff Bars on sale. Got about five bucks back from them, um, and then what I did is I bought some Girl Scout cookies. So that was a great day. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Okay. Uh, I don't understand why this happened. Why did they give him yeah, money? This does not track for me. Yeah. Why would Cliff Bars be on clearance at a Safeway in the Bay Area? That's the number one product at any Bay Area Safeway. Yeah, is you Cliff could Bars. jack up the could price. Could be a. Uh, they make those uh, special holiday flavors. Mm. Uh, that, uh, your pumpkin pie. Your, uh, your, uh, your, uh, People could consider it distasteful can- to, celebrate, to, celebrate ho- mm-hmm. to celebrate holidays, mm-hmm. especially religious holidays, oh. in Sausalito or wherever it is that he is. Yeah. That makes sense. I, did, I liked this guy's, like, tone when he was picking up the Cliff Bars. It was something like, I saw that they were on sale, so I thought, whatever, I'll pick them up. Like, yeah. he hated the Cliff Bars. <laughs> Well, Cliff Bars are foul. Yeah, sure. They're disgusting. They taste like a block of sawdust glued hey, together with molasses. Could be molasses. a sponsor someday. Let's not badmouth the Cliff Bar. We have no sponsors on our show. You Jeremy? ever see the Cliff Bar movie? A Sharpling loves it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Martin Short. Really, it's he's a playing Short a kind of a, a grainy, textured mm-hmm. protein thing. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Huh. You know, I am a big fan of the Trader Joe's blueberry walks into a bar. So oh, that if they is a would nice like, bar. If they would Those like to are sponsor very good. the show, I can. In good how conscience. How many years, Jordan, how many years have we been trying to get Jordan, Trader Joe's to sponsor this show? I think it'll happen. I think come year 10 of Jordan Jesse Go. That's like last year. Yeah. But yeah, continue. It been, no, it's not been 10 years. No, eight no. years. It's coming up. Eight years. So I think uh, my prediction by year 10, it's going to be Trader Joe's presents uh-huh. the Trader Ming's Jordan Jesse Go. I don't want to be associated with Trader Ming's. It makes <laughs> with their slight the, racism. All of the ethnic Trader Joe's names make me somewhat uncomfortable. Yeah, I just want regular Joe's. I don't want Trader Jose's. Mm-hmm. I don't want Trader Ming's. Trader Wops. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a some minute. pasta. Hey, some chicken parm. Hey, it's me, a Trader Wop. I don't know. <laughs> I don't call think himself that. that. <laughs> Wait, you think, <laughs> you think these are real guys who pick their own names? In his like scenario, well, they, they would say, hey, I'm, 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 I'm Trader Wop. I love the comedy convention of someone saying, it's me, and then their voice. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I like the idea that at the Trader Joe's headquarters, yeah. they have a guy in charge of each type of ethnic food. <laughs> he's also in charge of picking his own. <laughs> and he also comes in and says his name. Uh, I This is something that I laughed at for hours, but I don't think it'll translate, but I'm going to try and explain how funny it was anyways. Yes. Uh, something's happening at work. Uh, I think we were trying to think of, you know... I think the premise was, you know, what's a bad what's a bad person that could enter in this delicate situation? Right. And uh, uh, Blank Patch, been a guest on the show before. A very funny man. Just said, it's me, George Zimmerman. <laughs> and the idea that George Zimmerman says, it's me, George Zimmerman, <laughs> is so funny. And I know it's associated with one of the most awful things that's happened in recent memory. Yeah. But the idea of him saying it's me, George Zimmerman, it's great. I think it's pronounced, it's a me, it's a George, <laughs> George Zimmerman. <laughs> I'm a just an int to bring you this pesto. <laughs> you like it, a pesto pasta. Yeah. Hey. Anyway. Okay. If you want to share a momentous occasion with us, our telephone number, 206 Jimmy, did you want to do a weird ethnic voice? I did. I, I, the last time I was in the studio was for International Waters. I did the worst British impre- uh, voice in the world, so I'm going mm. to stay away from any sort of voice. Okay. Fine. 206-984-4-FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jimmy Pardo. A little sleepy. Really? Yeah, a little sleepy. It's hot, been it's alive. hot in here. You've been a lively presence on the program. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done my best. I admit, though, in the last 20 minutes, I've, I've kind of, uh, while I'm present... You've zoned out getting, a little bit? No, no, I'm, I'm present. Just get a little sleep. Sure. But it's, I think because of the heat. Yeah, wanna, heat's a part of it. You I'm see? getting a little sleepy, too. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to get my num-num go straight to bed. Wow. Do you, do you want your binky? Mm, I'll oh, take the num-num tonight. My favorite word in the world will be, just talked about that and never enough funny. Mm, really? You don't binky. like binky? Oh, I hate it. Oh, Hate you know it. what? It, I think I listened to that Never Not Funny. That's probably why Binky's inside my head. Do you use the word? Binky? Yeah. It, that's to refer to a pacifier, typically, right? That's correct. No, to okay. a man's penis. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, that's on my other, my other podcast. Mm. Uh, you know, where we all talk you know, about genitalia. Sure. Uh, Is it called Jordan Jessica? <laughs> yes, that's the show. We, I just rerun this. Yeah. And on this episode, and I just narrate it. I give it a little <laughs> intro <laughs> and then jump in. There, did you hear it? Yeah. Jimmy Pardo. Yes. The host of Never Not Funny. Yes. One of the best, finest comedy programs thank you. in America. And thank you. You were in early, supported early. Episode one, Jimmy. I know you were. And we when I started that. listening to this program, mm. Jordan, episode one. Which is coming up on 10 years. Mm. I heard just Jimmy Pardo on AST Radio. I said to myself, I got to get in on this. Matt Belknap and Jimmy Pardo, this is going to be solid gold. No, sir. You interviewed me before that because I hosted the game show. I interviewed you when you – I think I interviewed you once when Santa Cruz when you played Rooster T. Feathers. No, 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 no. You came – it was a punchline and then you and your people oh, – yeah. you and your friends came to see me. There you go. And you were out there with – you were wearing a, uh, a, a tie – uh, that might have been red against a black shirt, mm. and you guys were laughing more than anybody else. And I went, "I bet you that's the guy from San Diego, America." And then yep. afterwards, you walked up and, you, and I said, "Are you Justin?" He goes, "Yes, I am." And uh, I was like, "I knew it." Yeah. So I remember. I remember exactly where it was. It's very nice of you, Jimmy. Absolutely. To that. 
Maybe a little bit of an unflattering memory with the with the black shirt and the red. You look great. Oh, okay, thank you. You look great. I appreciate that. No, 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 no. I remembered it. Uh, you know, very sharp. Thank you. Stood out. Well, I remember Jimmy Pardo is one of the funniest comedians in America. Boom. I wish you still Boom, were, yeah. Jimmy. I so deeply wish that you still were, but oh. um, at least I have those memories. But you remember it. Okay. I have well, those memories. Yeah, we all have our Cosby moment. I, I get it. my heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Is that my Cosby moment? That was yours. You've been raping. <laughs> I know this is an unpopular opinion, but Jimmy Pardo innocent. Yeah. <laughs> all caps. Good thing. Jimmy Pardo Thank innocent. You. Somebody's on my side. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Jimmy Pardo, also the host of Science Channel's The Great nope. Escape Room. Nope. Race to Escape. Race ah. to Escape on Would the you, Science Channel. Season one is on Science Channel, yes. And, Where's uh, season two? I, we are still... Uh, we'll find out. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, but people seem to really enjoy uh, NBC, season one. NBC, probably. Oh, boy. Wouldn't that be nice? That Step up. Be. Go from cable to network. Yeah, make the move. Mm-hmm. Right? You gotta make the move. Not like community that you went gotta, the other direction. Yeah. Jimmy Pardo, you, move up. you don't move down. Known the world over as my aunt Deb's fam- favorite game show host. Mm. That seems high. <laughs> she <laughs> loves. One time, I went to go to visit my aunt Deb in Arlington, Virginia. She and my uncle Wayne cannot stop talking about how much they love this show called National Lampoon's Funny Money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no fucking way that I'm watching a show called National Lampoon's Funny Money. That is the most embarrassing phrase I've ever heard in, the, in my entire life. As a life. reminder, that was the game show where big laughs get you big bucks, then get you canceled. I never saw the program, <laughs> hence the cancellation. They, mm. I am the Nielsen family. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, myself and Rick. Uh, and, From Cheap Trick. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, like five years later, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, I see Jimmy Pardo do stand-up. I think... Holy shit, this guy is amazing. As you know, I'm a big fan of yours, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'm like, wait a minute. I think that's the guy my Aunt Deb likes so much. Who knew? Aunt I, Deb, right on the money. She gets it. She and also likes Terry Crews a lot. She's right about that, too. Terry Crews, very popular. You've got yeah. a cross-generational appeal. Very high-energy Terry mm-hmm. Crews. Yeah. I like Terry Crews. Very funny on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Huh? He's a hilarious guy. He's an amazing dude, too. He came in here and was on uh, Bullseye. Yeah? He is like... He is an amazing human being. He was a good person. Like, profoundly. I call him TC. Do you think he'd appreciate that? He would love that. Oh, he'd, he give would. You a, he'd give you a hug and you just, oh, just feel those muscles. I would just, right, just those <laughs> pythons coming mm, at That me. guy's got yum, yum. defined muscles probably in his lower back. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, yes. He's got a cut lower back. I'm listening. He's got a cut. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the back of his, like the, like the, the, like the place where his skull meets his neck. There's defined muscles Muscle there. there. Yeah. Terry Crews. How did you fit in this room with him? He just That's seems right. like he'd be larger than life. He's amazing. He, Physically he, and personality. He drives a minivan and loves it. Oh. <laughs> be proud, baby. Yeah. Right? Does he got his look? It's no e golf. Well, one time I got in Terry Crews' minivan. <laughs> Wait a minute! What? Woo! Right, yeah. Listen to Jimmy's listen to Jimmy's wonderful show, Never Not Funny, as I do every week and have done. For low these past nine years, eight. It'll nine be years? ten years in March. Mm. Can go. I also uh, mention Podcastathon? Please? Yes, of course. I would love to mention Podcastathon. March, uh, March, Jimmy. Yes, I know that you're deeply involved with a charity called Smile Train. That's that correct. Does surgeries to repair cleft palates on children in the second and third world. That's correct. Um, you recently visited the city of Tuxtla Gutierrez. Yes. In, 
Chiapas, Chiapas, Mexico, the southernmost state of Mexico, yes. of course. Neighbor, of course, to San Cristobal de las Casas. Okay, Johnny Maps. Right across, <laughs> right across the mountain. Yes. Uh, that must have been a very powerful experience for you. It's as cliched as it, uh, you know, it, it was life-changing to see, uh, to meet the families that have, uh, their lives are changed because of this surgery and to meet the doctor that does it down in that area and to meet the people from Smile Train uh, that, uh, that coordinate all of it. It was uh, a great three days and... Uh, I went down there with Pat Francis and Matt Belknap, who co-host Parkastathon with me, and Smile Train uh, brought us down there and, and, and treated us like kings for three days. And uh, well, it, you're bringing in the bucks. Well, we're bringing I a mean, lot. You're of You're writing checks. Mm. We are. Uh, Excuse we, me. We came out of nowhere and uh, started writing checks for them. So <laughs> I think they were like, "Who the hell are these guys?" And we should uh, support them, uh, which you can do. You're technically you're getting Ken Roberts to write checks. Uh, I'm getting. But, uh, well, no, I don't. I donate myself. I can't speak for Matt and Pat, but I donate yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, uh, to Smile Train. Yeah, a lot of money. And uh, I mean, you're when I I'm, we're we're speaking in jest, but we're talking about tens of thousands of dollars every year. Last year we raised one hundred fifty thousand. Holy yeah. cow! Uh, we've raised seven hundred fifty thousand to date. Both mm-hmm. of you I guys did have appeared on. I not know that uh, you did a podcastathon last year. Well, it was two thousand fourteen. We uh, mm. skipped fifteen and moved right into this one, which is March fifth. I guess, I guess my invitation got lost in the... No, you were in the last one. Was I in the last one? Yeah, you were in the last one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jordan was in the inaugural. Was I in the inaugural? Yeah, well, we, uh, we saw your underpants. Oh, that was fun. Yes. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that yeah. was... Uh, uh, but if I could... Let me, please, I beg of you. Let me get this out. March 5th. Yeah. yeah. You can stream it live at nevernotfunny.com uh, from noon to midnight Pacific, and then you could uh, you could watch it there and then donate to Smile Train. And uh, as you guys know, different guests every uh, 20 minutes to a half hour... We're on for 12 hours, and we're raising money for Smile Train. And we're talking about amazing celebrities, Sarah Silverman, Conan O'Brien, John Hamm. These are people that have done it, yes. Jesse Thorne. Jesse Thorne, Jordan Morris. Sure. uh, Rich Summer. Rich Summer. A uh, cavalcade of stars. Andy Richter. uh, Last year, Wink Martindale. Mm. Wink Martindale. Charo. Uh, Never had Charo. (laughs) Why not? I said we have an aster. Why have you not had Charo? Uh, I not available. Is she not charitably minded? I believe uh, uh, I forget what the response was on that. There's only been one ever negative response, <laughs> and that person like was. A... I won't give you the uh, the, the someone who is pro cleft palate. <laughs> they love it. They like nah. they, they like seeing deformities. <laughs> yeah. This person's manager said, uh, uh, "I won't say the name. Uh, I've known so and so a long time. She'll have no interest in doing this." Wow. Like, wow. What a weird thing to be angry about. And <laughs> so helping children's not uh, this person's bag? Okay, that seems fair. It seems weird. that Number one, it seems weird that German Chancellor Angela Merkel would have a manager mm-hmm. here in Hollywood. Or that we'd want it. Yeah. And want- second, I mean, sure, she's known as f- hilarious, but in her native tongue. Mm-hmm. Of course. It was a risky booking. Right. But, but I mean, you guys also you try engage, to go worldwide. Try to you go worldwide. worldwide, and you engage mm-hmm. with the issues of the day. Sure, that's our show. Yeah, absolutely. As long as it involves eighties music, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a Chicago the band focused mm-hmm. version mm-hmm. of Meet the Press. That's exactly right. That's never not funny. Yeah. Well, it's been a, it's been a delight to have you on the program. I, 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 it's been James. too long. Thank you for having me on. March. 10th. March 5th. March 5th. March 5th. NeverNotFunny.com. From noon Pacific to midnight Pacific That's on correct. NeverNotFunny.com. It's always, uh, it's always a blast to watch that. And you can uh, donate some money to Smile Train. You Please. can uh, buy afterwards. You'll be able to buy the audio of it. The There's also nice fun it. auctions as well. Uh, that uh, You mentioned Ken Roberts. Ken is one to go to lunch with me. I uh, donated Wait, a lot of money to do that. You can you can <laughs> bid on a chance to have lunch with Ken Roberts? <laughs> nope. Flip-flop that. <laughs> have lunch with me. 
And Ken won that. Oh, you're not speaking in the voice of Ken Roberts. <laughs> no, I know it was a great impression. I know I promised I wasn't going to do voices. It was a really amazing I know. impression of podcast superfan Ken Roberts. Yes. Of Texas. He's a good man. He is a very good man. He's a lovely man, Ken Roberts. Um, well, yeah, that's a, I mean, obviously everyone should uh, watch that. Please do. Yeah, you probably see Paul F. Tompkins or whatever. You never know. You don't know who the guests are this year. It's always a surprise. Boom, boom, boom. Charo, boom. No, nope. wink. I know one person. It's not going to be. Is you got to know? Was it a hard no or a soft no? I think it was a very hard no. What if I? What if I call her? The what great. If I call her right now, I would love to. If, if Charo came on, that would be. Uh, we'd that be would done. Be amazing. It'd be How the, fucking it'd be great the last would it one be ever. If Charo, came please welcome on. Charo. She comes out, coochie coochie goo, plays a little bit of that flamenco <laughs> guitar. And we from, jerk off. Nowhere and, to go. And from right. then on, you're not raising money for those kids. Nope. It's over. The kids can suck it. We're shutting it down. Yeah, we're done. Okay. They got enough, they got enough out of us. Yeah. Podcast.com. Never Not Funny. Wonderful program. One of my favorites. Thank you. Uh, if you want to come to Max FunCon East in the Poconos Labor Day weekend, MaxFunCon.com to re- reserve your spot with a deposit right now. Got anything going on, Jordan, besides this trip to Washington, D.C.? Nah. Jordan's going to go visit our nation's capital. You're a patriot. It's going to be a lot of fun. God bless it. The USA, Washington, D.C., the whole nine yards. Jordan, God bless you, Jordan. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Well, I can only speak on behalf of myself. How do you feel about Jordan? Same. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. I assumed. I assumed that you wanted God to bless me. Speaking of blessings, what a blessing it is to have the great Brian Fernandez, Sonny D, Mm -hmm. on the boards for the program. Uh, You can find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com, on Twitter, at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris, at Jimmy Pardo. Hey, hey, the great Jimmy Pardo will share a thought or two. From time to time. Whatever's rumbling around in that big old head of yours. I know what's going to happen. You got to, you know, you just got to, you just put your fingers on the keyboard and let it Whatever out. comes up. Yeah. Lightning absolutely. in a bottle. <laughs> you got it. Ship in a bottle. More, it's more stationary. <laughs> yeah. I'll agree with that. It takes focus. Hmm. Uh, a deft hand. Um, hashtag it, JJ Go. And, of course, uh, join that Maximum Fun group on Facebook. A lot of action there. A lot of action popping off there. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.